The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Did you know that we have just one week left in this liturgical year? Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday, November 20th, 2021, Saturday of the 33rd week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year B, Cycle 1. Saturday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the Rosary. And our saint today is St. Edmund Rich, born in 1175. He studied at Oxford and Paris, taught art and mathematics at Oxford, was ordained. He eventually preached a crusade for Pope Gregory IX and was named Archbishop of Canterbury. He became an advisor to King Henry III and presided in 1237 at Henry's ratification of the Great Charter. A long-lasting feud between Edmund, the king, and his papal legate led him to resigning. He went to France, where he became a Cistercian. He died at Soissons in 1240. St. Edmund Rich, pray for us. And let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I adore you and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace be always with me and with all my dear ones. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that people who suffer from depression or burnout will find support and a light that opens them up to life. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Some time ago, I read an article on being concerned about our digital lives. Since for the past 20 years, most of us have gradually shifted our living space online and we have been documenting our real-life experiences while also creating entirely new versions of ourselves in countless places online. So the article posed a serious question about what will happen, for example, to our Facebook account or our hard drive backups when we die. What will happen to them after we're gone? Who will mind your Facebook legacy after you die? Well, our online data and our digital lives are basically immortal. They are stored and they may even stay even after we die. That's why for some people, the digital footprint they leave behind can really be a point of great concern. And I just hope that we get the time to set our account to delete everything once Facebook or Google or Twitter are notified of our death. Because come to think of it, 
The world thinks we should be more concerned about our digital legacy than we are about our spiritual legacy. About the things of this life without due regard for the afterlife which is really the eternal life. Well, I talk about this, Jesus, because in the gospel episode that we reflect on today, there is a discussion about the afterlife. We encounter the Sadducees. These were people who did not believe in the resurrection. They came to Jesus and asked him, Teacher, Moses wrote for us, If someone's brother dies and leaves a wife but no children, his brother must take the wife and raise up descendants for his brother. Then they gave Jesus a case study of the implication of that law in case the resurrection were true. The case was that of uh, seven brothers. The first, having married a wife, died childless. The second and then the third married the widow. And the same with all seven, they died leaving no children. And finally, the woman herself died. The question they posed was, Now, at the resurrection, whose wife will that woman be? For all seven had been married to her. Well, the case that they present to Jesus sounds rather like the theory of complicated people. They gave this unreal case probably to show that faith in the resurrection would have led people to be absurd. So Jesus responded to them by saying that those who are judged worthy of a place in the other world, in the resurrection from the dead, they do not marry because they no longer die. They are the same as the angels, and being children of the resurrection, they are children of God. So Jesus answered their question, but he was determined not to get entangled in their web. He explains that when one dies, the person enters a new dimension. And in this new dimension, that the air that you breathe is God's immensity. It's his omnipotence, his love. And in that new dimension, things don't work like the way we imagine them. It definitely will be like, it's not going to be like in this world. And those who are judged worthy of a place in the other world and in the resurrection of the dead do not marry, our Lord said. So if you are married and you are praying with me right now, of course you might have a hard time with uh, this teaching because for sure you will want to remain married in heaven. Well, don't worry because the bonds of love that we form on earth will remain and they will even be stronger in heaven. Although, of course, marriage in the earthly sense will no longer apply. Thank you, Lord, for giving us a wider and a deeper vision of the afterlife. That for us, children of God, if we die in the state of grace, free from mortal sin, we will enter a new way of being alive where we are alive in a more immediate and intense manner in heaven. We simply can't envision it. It's far beyond us. 
And this new way of living in heaven breaks our theories. Because in heaven, there is really no time, but more or less an intense experience of the love of God. It's normal, it's logical that we think of the afterlife, of death, and that we try to explain it with our theories, with our words. But our efforts to do that are rather like the babbling of a baby who's learning to speak. If I remember it right, C.S. Lewis ends his Chronicles of Narnia by saying that this life is merely the title page to eternity. In signing off from this life to enter the afterlife, that ushers in the time when, as he said, the term is over, the holidays have begun, the dream has ended, and mourning unfolds. As Lewis suggests, that's the beginning of chapter 1 of the great story, which no one on earth has read, but which goes on forever, in which every chapter is better than the one before. Of course, that is when we are with God in eternity, when we are immersed in His presence, in His love. So at this point, Jesus, we put ourselves in prayer. We want to believe in love, in your love. We have a great desire in our, in our heart to love and to be loved. A desire so intense that makes us want to love and to be loved even beyond death. Because a love that ends with death is a cruel joke, is an unbearable joke. I don't really know how things will be like after death how it will feel to love and be loved in the afterlife, but already here in this life, there are moments when I have touched love, I, ex I have experienced love and enjoyed it. Brief moments, but they're intense moments like a lightning in the soul that illuminates and overwhelms. Moments in which we say to ourselves, heaven must be like this. It's as if you, Jesus, made yourself present in the love that we are relishing. It's like a foretaste of heaven. And I'm not referring here to extraordinary moments, but rather they are situations in ordinary life like the hug of your spouse, a kiss, a family celebration, a promotion in your job or when someone listens to you when you need it, or when you enjoy a chit-chat with a friend, when time goes by and you don't sense it, or the consolation of being forgiven by a friend who forgives you without harboring any resentment. So yes, we can anticipate heaven now when we enjoy properly the good things that the Lord showers upon us every day. Here I'm reminded of what St. Jose Maria Escriva affirmed. He said, I am every day more convinced that happiness in heaven is for those who know how to be happy on earth. So let us enjoy the good things of this life in the proper context, since it's a good rehearsal for the joy of heaven. At the same time, our enjoyment of uh, the good things of this life will prompt us to make others share in that happiness so that we give them a sneak preview of what heaven is like.
So we end this short reflection and we ask you, Jesus, to increase our hope so that we may long for that blessed union with you after we die. Increase our charity, my Jesus, so that we may enjoy what St. Paul affirmed, that no eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no human mind has conceived the things God has prepared for those who love Him. May we live in a loving way without fears about what is waiting for us on the other side in the afterlife. And Holy Mary, Mother of God, Gate of Heaven, pray for us so that we may be made worthy of Christ's promise of heaven, of the never-ending joy and happiness in heaven. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Mercy without end. Let the house of Aaron say, Mercy without end. Let all those who fear the Lord give praise to our God. Give our thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Give for he is good. I was pressed and fondly, he came to my aid. But the Lord has helped me, for he is good. My strength and my courage comes from my God. He has been my Savior, for he is good. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. He is good. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. That's Tom Booth. Give thanks to the Lord. Fifteen past the hour. It's daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on Saturday of the 33rd week in Ordinary Time, November 20th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin our day of prayer now as we join our hearts, hands, and voices with the entire church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, Open my lips, and, and my, my mouth, mouth will proclaim, proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its 
darkness into light. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to Him. We are His people, the sheep of His flock. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Go within his gates giving thanks, enter his courts with songs of praise, give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus. Et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. Whoever humbles himself like a little child will be greater in the kingdom of heaven. 
Whoever, Whoever humbles himself, himself like, like a little child will be, be greater in the kingdom of heaven. O Lord, my heart is not proud, nor haughty my eyes. I have not gone after things too great, nor marvels beyond me. Truly, I have set my soul in silence and peace, as a child has rest in its mother's arms, even so my soul. O Israel, hope in the Lord, both now and forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, gentle and humble of heart, you declared that whoever receives a little child in your name receives you, and you promised your kingdom to those who are like children. Never let pride reign in our hearts, but may the Father's compassion reward and embrace all who willingly bear your gentle yoke. Whoever Whoever humbles himself like like a little little child child, will be greater in the kingdom of heaven. With simplicity of heart, I have joyfully offered everything to you, my God. With simplicity of heart, I have joyfully offered everything to you, my God. O Lord, remember David and all the many hardships he endured, the oath he swore to the Lord, his vow to the strong one of Jacob, I will not enter the house where I live, nor go to the bed where I rest. I will give no sleep to my eyes, to my eyelids I will give no slumber, till I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling for the strong one of Jacob. At Ephrathah we heard of the ark, we found it in the plains of Urim. Let us go to the place of his dwelling, let us go to kneel at his footstool. Go up, Lord, to the place of your rest, you and the ark of your strength. Your priests shall be clothed with holiness. Your faithful shall ring out their joy. For the sake of David your servant, do not reject your anointed. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. With simplicity of heart, I have joyfully offered everything to you, my God. The Lord has sworn an oath to David. His kingdom will stand forever. The Lord has sworn an oath to David. His kingdom will stand forever. The Lord swore an oath to David. He will not go back on his word. A son, the fruit of your body, will I set upon your throne. If they keep my covenant in truth and my laws that I have taught them, their sons also shall rule on your throne from age to age. For the Lord has chosen Zion. He has desired it for his dwelling. This is my resting place forever. Here have I chosen to live. I will greatly bless her produce. 
I will fill her poor with bread. I will clothe her priests with salvation, and her faithful shall ring out their joy. There David's stock will flower. I will prepare a lamp for my anointed. I will cover his enemies with shame, but on him my crown shall shine. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, you chose to suffer and be overwhelmed by death in order to open the gates of death in triumph. Stay with us to help us on our pilgrimage. Free us from all evil by the power of your resurrection. In the company of your saints, and constantly remembering your love for us, may we sing of your wonders in our Father's house. The Lord has sworn an oath to David. His kingdom will stand forever. Come, consider the works of the Lord, the marvels he has created on this earth. From the book of the prophet Zechariah. Thus says the Lord, Lo, a day shall come for the Lord when the spoils shall be divided in your midst, and I will gather all the nations against Jerusalem for battle. The city shall be taken, houses plundered, women ravished. Half of the city shall go into exile, but the rest of the people shall not be removed from the city. Then the Lord shall go forth and fight against those nations, fighting as on a day of battle. That day his feet shall rest upon the Mount of Olives, which is opposite Jerusalem to the east. The Mount of Olives shall be cleft in two from east to west by a very deep valley, and half of the mountain shall move to the north and half of it to the south. And the valley of the Lord's mountain shall be filled up when the valley of those two mountains reaches its edge. It shall be filled up as it was filled up by the earthquake in the days of King Uzziah of Judah. Then the Lord my God shall come, and all his holy ones with him. On that day there shall no longer be cold or frost. There shall be one continuous day known to the Lord, not day and night, for in the evening time there shall be light. On that day living waters shall flow from Jerusalem, half to the eastern sea and half to the western sea, and it shall be so in summer and in winter. The Lord shall become king over the whole earth. On that day the Lord shall be the only one and his name the only one. And from Geba to Ramon and the Negeb, all the land shall turn into a plain. But Jerusalem shall re- remain exalted in its place. From the gate of Benjamin to the first place of the first gate, to the corner gate, and from the tower of Hananel to the king's wine presses, they shall occupy her. 
Never again shall she be doomed. Jerusalem shall abide in security. And this shall be the plague with which the Lord shall strike the nations that have fought against Jerusalem. Their flesh shall rot while they stand upon their feet, and their eyes shall rot in their sockets, and their tongues shall rot in their mouths. On that day, there shall be among them a great tumult from the Lord. Every man shall seize the hand of his neighbor, and the hand of each shall be raised against that of his neighbor. Judah also shall fight against Jerusalem. The riches of all the surrounding nations shall be gathered together, gold, silver, and garments, in great abundance. Similar to this plague shall be the plague upon the houses, mules, camels, asses, and upon all the beasts that are in those camps. All who are left of all the nations that came against Jerusalem shall come up year after year to worship the King, the Lord of hosts, and to celebrate the Feast of Booths. If any of the families of the earth does not come up to Jerusalem to worship the King, the Lord of hosts, no rain shall fall upon them. And if the family of Egypt does not come up or enter, upon them shall fall the plague with which the Lord will inflict upon all the nations that do not come up to celebrate the Feast of Booths. This shall be the punishment of Egypt and the punishment of all the nations that do not come up to celebrate the Feast of Booths. On that day there shall be upon the bells of the horses holy to the Lord. The pots in the house of the Lord shall be as a libation bowls before the altar, and every pot in Jerusalem and in Judah shall be holy to the Lord of hosts, and all who come to sacrifice shall take them and cook in them. On that day there shall no longer be any merchant in the house of the Lord of hosts. The Word of the Lord. On that day living waters shall flow from Jerusalem, and a fountain shall be opened for the house of David. To, to wash, wash away, away our sins. One of the soldiers pierced the side of Jesus with a lance, and immediately blood and water flowed out. To, to wash, wash away, away our sins. A reading from a conference by St. Thomas Aquinas, priest. It is fitting that the end of all our desires, namely eternal life, coincides with the words at the end of the creed, Life everlasting. Amen. The first point about eternal life is that man is united with God, for God himself is the reward and the end of all our labors. I am your protector and your supreme reward. This union consists in seeing perfectly. At present, we are looking at a confused reflection in a mirror, but then we shall see face to face. Next, it consists in perfect praise. According to the words of the prophet, joy and happiness will be found in it, thanksgiving and words of praise. It also consists in the complete satisfaction of desire, for there the blessed will be given more than they wanted or hoped for. The reason is, that in this life no one can fulfill his longing, nor can any creature satisfy man's desire. 
only God satisfies. He infinitely exceeds all other pleasures. That is why man can rest in nothing but God. As Augustine says, You have made us for yourself, Lord, and our heart can find no rest until it rests in you. Since in their heavenly home the saints will possess God completely, obviously their longing will be satisfied and their glory will be even greater. That is why the Lord says, Enter into the joy of your Lord. Augustine adds, The fullness of joy will not enter into those who rejoice, but those who rejoice will enter into joy. I shall be satisfied when your glory is seen. And again, he who satisfies your desire with good things. Whatever is delightful is there in superabundance. If delights are sought, there is supreme and most perfect delight. It is said of God, the supreme good, boundless delights are in your right hand. Again, eternal life consists of the joyous community of all the blessed, a community of supreme delight, since everyone will share all that is good with all the blessed. Everyone will love everyone else as himself, and therefore will rejoice in another's good as in his own. So it follows that the happiness and joy of each grows in proportion to the joy of all. In justice I will look upon your face, O Lord, and, and when, when I, I awake, I will, will delight in seeing you. My knowledge now is imperfect. Then it shall be as perfect as God's knowledge of me. And, and when, when I, I awake, I will, I will delight, delight in seeing you. Let us pray. Grant us, we pray, O Lord our God, the constant gladness of being devoted to you, for it is full and lasting happiness to serve with constancy, the author of all that is good. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Twenty-six minutes before the hour on Saturday, November 20th, 2021, Saturday of the 33rd week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Here at the table of men. 
John Michael Talbot singing of the heavenly feast, the table of plenty at 22 minutes before the hour on daybreak on relevant radio and the relevant radio app on Saturday, November 20th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. It's difficult to argue with somebody who just doesn't believe, for example, in the resurrection. Well, in today's gospel from truth and life, the dramatized audio Bible The Lord figures out a pretty easy way to take on the Sadducees who give him what I think is a pretty ridiculous hypothetical situation in their minds to prove that there is no resurrection. It's from the 20th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. There came to him some Sadducees, those who say that there is no resurrection, and they asked him a question. Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies, having a wife but no children, the man must take the wife and raise up children for his brother. Now there were seven brothers. The first took a wife and died without children, and the second and the third took her, and likewise all seven left no children and died. Afterward, the woman also died. In the resurrection, therefore, Whose wife will the woman be? For the seven had her as wife. The sons of this age marry and are given in marriage. But those who are accounted worthy to attain to that age and to the resurrection from the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage, for they cannot die anymore, because they are equal to angels and are sons of God, being sons of the resurrection. But that the dead are raised, even Moses showed in the passage about the bush, where he calls the Lord the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. Now he is not God of the dead, but of the living, for all live to him. Some of the scribes answered, Teacher, you have spoken well. 
for they no longer dare to ask him any question. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find all of the daily mass readings and the Sunday ones, too, on the Relevant Radio app. The app is free. You'll find it on your app store.
Donna Cora Gibson with the Memorare. Like Father Rocky says, for immediate assistance, go to Mary. That's our musical offering to our Blessed Mother on this, her day of the week, Saturday, November 20th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Let's pray now with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The dawn is sprinkling in the east. It's golden shower as day flows in. Fast mount the pointed shafts of light. Farewell to darkness and to sin. me ready to welcome you, my God. Dawn finds me ready to welcome you, my God. I call with all my heart. Lord, hear me. I will keep your commands. I call upon you. Save me, and I will do your will. I rise before dawn and cry for help. I hope in your word. My eyes watch through the night to ponder your promise. In your love, hear my voice, O Lord. Give me life by your decrees. Those who harm me unjustly draw near. They are far from your law. But you, O Lord, are close. Your commands are truth. Long have I known that your will is established forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Save us by the power of your hand, Father, for our enemies have ignored your words. May the fire of your word consume our sins and its brightness illumine our hearts. Dawn finds me ready to welcome you, my God. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing him praise for he has become my Savior. The The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing his praise, for he has become my Savior. 
I will sing to the Lord, for he is gloriously triumphant. Horse and chariot he has cast into the sea. My strength and my courage is the Lord, and he has been my Savior. He is my God, I praise him, the God of my Father. I extol him. The Lord is a warrior. Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and army he hurled into the sea. At a breath of your anger the waters piled up, the flowing waters stood like a mound, the flood waters congealed in the midst of the sea. The enemy boasted, I will pursue and overtake them. I will divide the spoils and have my fill of them. I will draw my sword. My hand shall despoil them. When your wind blew, the sea covered them. Like lead, they sank in the mighty waters. Who is like to you among the gods, O Lord? Who is like to you, magnificent in holiness? Terrible and renowned worker of wonders, when you stretched out your right hand, the earth swallowed them. In your mercy, you led the people you redeemed. In your strength, you guided them to your holy dwelling. And you brought them in and planted them on the mountain of your inheritance, the place where you made your seat, O Lord, the sanctuary, O Lord, which your hands established. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing his praise, for he has become my Savior. O praise the Lord, all you nations. O praise the Lord, all you nations. O praise the Lord, all you nations. Acclaim him, all you peoples. Strong is his love for us. He is faithful for ever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and will be be forever. forever. Amen. God our Father, may all nations and peoples praise you. May Jesus, who is called faithful and true, and who lives with you eternally, possess our hearts forever. O praise praise the the Lord, all you nations. A reading from 2 Peter Be solicitous to make your call and election permanent, brothers. Surely those who do so will never be lost. On the contrary, your entry into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will be richly provided for. I cry to you, O Lord, for you are my refuge. I I cry to you, O Lord, for for you are are my refuge. You are all I desire in the land of the living. For you you are are my my refuge. refuge. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. I I cry to you, O Lord, for for you are my refuge. Lord, shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior born of the house of his servant David. 
Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death. Let us all praise Christ in order to become our faithful and merciful High Priest before the Father's throne. He chose to become one of us, a brother in all things. In prayer we ask of Him. Lord, share with us the treasure of Your love. Lord, share with us the treasure of Your love. Son of Justice, You filled us with light at our baptism. We dedicate this day to You. Lord, share with us the treasure of your love. At every hour of the day we give you glory. In all our deeds we offer you praise. Lord, share with us the treasure of your love. Mary, your mother, was obedient to your word. Direct our lives in accordance with that word. Lord, share with us the treasure of your love. Our lives are surrounded with passing things. Set our hearts on things of heaven. So that through faith, hope, and charity, we may come to enjoy the vision of your glory. Lord, share with us the treasure of your love. Now let us offer the prayer Christ has given us as the model for all prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, free us from the dark night of death. Let the light of resurrection dawn within our hearts to bring us to the radiance of eternal life. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen.
Advent begins one week from tomorrow, and here's a free and simple way for you to grow in your faith during this Advent season. Sign up to receive Father Rocky's Advent Inspirations, short daily audio reflections designed to help you delve into the beauty of the Advent season. You can sign up free at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. The Saturday edition of Morning Air with John and Glenn is coming right up. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning on the Solemnity of Christ the King. We'll do this again in 23 hours. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and a great weekend and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.